Hello and welcome to another episode of Welcome, welcome to, to the, the future. future. I can't believe it's a week since the last Welcome to the Future, which means we're in the future from the last Welcome to the Future. It's very confusing. It's a, an amazing thing, time. Is that what we're going to discuss today? No, no, Charles. Time. I've got a story you're going to love. Oh. It, it combines... Several of our favourite subjects. Mm. Massive privacy invasion. Ooh, good, yes. Chat GPT. Ah, lovely. And crypto. It's the trifecta. But what about Bluetooth? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Bluetooth's involved somehow. And I've got a story about Nazis. So. <laughs> Fantastic. Plus, do you remember in 2019, uh, Elon Musk launched a thing called the Cybertruck? It was like the Tesla version of a ute at these bizarre mm. angles. He tried to drop a bowling ball on it to show how tough the glass was. Mm. The glass shattered. Yes. Where is it is a question the internet's been asking recently. Turns out there's a safety report uh, that was done recently. Yeah, there's a few issues with the Cybertruck. Ooh, okay. That'll be interesting. Plenty to talk about after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, we start, what a buffet. Um, should we start with the Nazi or do you want me to tell you my amazing? I, I want to hear your story <clears throat> that involves ChatGPT. Well, uh, it's a bit of a cheat because it, okay. it's the CEO of ChatGPT because what you do is when you have one company, mm. this is the Elon Musk thing, you don't stop. No. You start more and more and more and more companies. So Definitely. this isn't actually about ChatGPT itself. It's about Sam Altman oh, who yes, yes. is the CEO. He's got a brand new product on the way Yes, called... WorldCoin. What WorldCoin does is uh, it gives everyone on the planet their own unique token so they can get coins, have a wallet, perform transactions. What, like like a credit card number? What do you mean? Sort of. It's like giving everyone in the world an um, ID number. An ID number, yeah. Yeah, right. And what it's going to do, the unique selling proposition of this is it generates your address or whatever it is, your wallet, Mm. by scanning your iris. So everyone in the world, world, he thinks, will voluntarily have their iris scanned to randomly generate their um, address for this Mm. coin. Yes. And he believes this will change money and give every human on planet Earth their own share of a new digital token, WorldCoin. And he's got $100 million, he says, to make this a reality or, or almost got it. Doesn't sound like quite enough given there are 7 billion people. That's, what, seven cents per person to kick it off. And the best thing about this is that the device that scans everyone's irises mm. and gives them uh, the, the WorldCoin tokens, because you sign up, mm. you scan your iris, you get some tokens to get you started on the on the network. Yeah. It's called an orb. Mm. Do you remember Donald Trump and the Saudis and yes. that bizarre photo with the orb? But, so the orb scans your iris as, yeah. as though it couldn't be creepier. And then in return for your personal data, but, your ID data, it, you get some sort of bullshit crypto which will but disappear do people, in a week. I don't understand why these people think they're geniuses. Like, don't people understand that the thing about money is not that it's got to be something that's like set in stone that only you, like, that's not what money is. Money is 
a negotiation between people and the state about how value is transferred. It's I mean, a completely political type of thing. It's not yes. something that can be set in stone and then everyone just has you know, to follow the rules. Yes. Yeah, John Oliver did a whole long episode of Last Week Tonight on this, mm. talking about cryptocurrencies and why they are ridiculous. And he, the point that he made was you can't just make a thing called Squirkle and say it's worth one US dollar no. because if nobody buys it, and everyone dumps it, then suddenly it's not worth that anymore. So this has so much more to it. It's not just a cryptocurrency. Oh, okay. It's a so, digital ID, right? Yes. So if you want to prove that you're a unique person, yes. you can use your world ID. Yes. There's the world coin token, which you get for free at first. Because, of got course, to set it out. centrally controlled ID systems have, yes. have never gone wrong. No, and, and no. not at all creepy. That yeah. This crypto baron's going yeah. to... There's world yeah, so there's world coin, which you get just mm. for being a unique individual to get you onto yeah. the network. And then presumably you've got to pay them to get more of them. And then there's World App, not at all a creepy name for an app, which lets you do payments, purchases, transfers using WorldCoin. So his whole idea is it's a global currency, a global ID system, and every freak who objected to the New World Order when George Bush the first just used the phrase randomly, this is actually it. You know what interests me? I think there is something very interesting about this, and I think it's the psychological profile of someone who could be so unconscious Mm. about their megalomania. Yes. That they would launch it without at least chatting to somebody and say, does this sound a little bit megalomaniac is, to you? Is this like, creepy? Is, is me this... scanning your iris with an yeah. orb at all creepy and off-putting? Well, you know who he chatted to? Oh, uh, not Elon Musk. No, no, chat GPT, I presume. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and got a, he got a terrible yeah. answer. So having, probably, having already I've basically pl- destroyed humanity with one yes. a product, chat GPT, which is going um, to cost ex- millions of jobs. It sounds like a chat GPT plan, isn't it? Like, oh, yes. I'm, I'm a bit bored at work. What's something that I can propose to my board this afternoon? Yeah, how can we fix <laughs> Money, JGPT. Yeah, yeah. World coin yeah. and world ID. Yeah. So, um, yes, the, the point's been made that um, everyone having giving over their biometric data might be slightly scary. It might yes. be a huge, uh, a slight issue with privacy and security unless yes. you trust the orb, Charles. Yes. Trust the orb um, no, or else. No. <laughs> uh, and, and there's also doubt about whether it can reach the billions of people who don't actually use banks. <laughs> But other than that, it's going to be totally a global thing that everyone uses because you put world in the titles. That guarantees yeah. it'll go global. Well, I think also, just in fairness to Sam Altman, I, I don't think the banks are going to touch this either. So no, true. Maybe, maybe the market is for people who don't bank. You know? Although that said, I can completely believe that, you know, in order to get into mm. a future meeting of Davos or yeah. or the you know Trilateral Commission mm. or the Illuminati, you'll have to give a, a, a world ID iris scan. I, I'm increasing of the opinion that billionaires are just going to bring themselves undone, aren't they? I mean, it's not just about putting themselves into a submersible and, you know, imploding. It's like they're going to all be on this iris scan ID thing where you can scan them and go, oh, yeah, you're a billionaire, you're in the world coin system. (laughs) Well, it's going to make things easier for Skynet, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. We'll know know who to put up against the wall. So, Charles, it's it's an easy segue from this topic to Nazis. What have you found out? Yeah, so... Nazis. 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 So Cyber Nazis. Well, the thing is, so it's quite a good yarn. They would have liked WorldCoin, wouldn't they? I mean, they would have restricted it to... Yeah, Germany coin, Reich coin. Yes, and they would have restricted it to... They would have used the iris scanning, presumably, for for Jewish people. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, so 
this is quite funny. Uh, so it starts out with this guy uh, called um, Brendan. Brendan. Who was a white supremacist. Sure. Right, as you do. Lived in America and the thing, his, his life started going badly after he joined a fraternity at the University of Illinois and he sort of joined the Republicans on campus, mm. as you do if you're a Nazi, started reading anti-Semitic books, uh, absorbed a whole lot of online content and listened to Donald Trump speeches. Anyway, he turned into a Nazi. Uh, I don't know why. That content. It's really a chicken and egg. It's a chicken egg thing, yeah. isn't it? Is it that you're socially ostracised and everyone hates you so you become a Nazi? Yes. Or do you become a Nazi and then you're socially ostracised and everyone hates you? It's so hard to know which comes first. It's, it's symbiotic. Well, except it sounds like he sort of found a whole lot of social people who socialised him into Nazis. Well, that's what happens. It's, it's like of, the incels. They yes. band together yes. in their patheticness. Okay. Anyway, so point is... He then got discovered by the Chicago Anti-Fascist Action Group. Right. Uh, and they exposed his identity and uh, told his family and told his employer he lost his job. He was shunned by his family and friends. Right. That's a great way to push someone further into the arms of the Reich, isn't yes. it? Yes. Well, you would think so. But this has an ironic twist, this story. Oh, yeah. So then what happened is he was unemployed, needed some money, So and there was a Facebook ad from the University of Chicago saying we're doing a drug trial and it pays money, it pays good money. Oh, okay. Right? So he needed the money because they're desperate. Yeah, so he signed up to this um, drug trial, which was to test the effects of MDMA. Really? Yes. On a Nazi? Well, uh, he, this was, they didn't, I don't they think they knew he was a Nazi. A Nazi. They yeah, just right. thought he was an unemployed okay. bum, right? Who I mean, did. normally you've got to pay for MDMA, right? Yeah. So then the experiment was to give him 110 milligrams of MDMA. Sure. Uh, presumably across a series of days or whatever. He started to feel funny as the drug triggered a wave of feel-good chemicals and he felt, felt a sense of connection and reportedly began to question his bigoted beliefs, right? Really? So then over the course of several weeks, he sort of started questioning all that. He then reached out to the Chicago Anti-Fascist Action Group who had exposed him Mm. and sort of started talking to them about what he'd been thinking and what they'd done. Wow. And sort of it got all touchy-feely and everything like that. He then started reading, doing therapy and meditation, having taken MDMA, and ended up renouncing his bigoted opinions and stopped him being a Nazi anymore. How extraordinary. Yes. So what were you saying, Charles, is that next time there's a January 6th type attack, yes. or what they need is some sort of little um, system for dispersing MDMA, perhaps mm. sprays or something, throughout the halls of Congress. Yes. And it will just, everyone, all the idiots who are storming it and waving around the flags and um, with the sort of bizarre head headpieces and so on, they'll just go, oh, actually... It's all fine. We do respect the election results. Yes. Or you could take the approach that the Republicans take in the US, which is that all drugs are bad and that they should be banned. Oh, is that why there's a war on drugs? <laughs> yes. It makes total sense. Not, not because they're bad for you, but because they denazify <laughs> They denazify. They get rid of all of the Republican supporters. Gosh, that's a real quandary, isn't it? Yeah. Some policymakers. <laughs> Oh, do I want Nazis or do I want legal drugs? Oh, can yeah. I have neither? No, yeah. you can't. No, you can't. Yeah. No. Nah. So that just goes to show, I mean, all the hippies, as annoying as they were in the 60s and 70s, all the people who were on this sort of stuff, mm. at least they're not Nazis. Yes, but uh, unfortunately a bit of a kicker, a bit of a oh, problem. What's happened? Which is that at the end of the article that is based on um, – 
it says that the guy also has now professed a, a, an ailing belief in negative gearing. Oh, um, God, so he yeah. turned into a baby boomer. Yeah, he's turned into a baby boomer. Oh, no. So, you know, you take psychedelic drugs and suddenly you just want to start acquiring property and <laughs> preventing people from... In a tax-effective manner. Yeah, in a tax-effective manner, yeah. So I went from Laban's realm to just owning everyone's living room. <laughs> yeah, right, that's okay. right. Exactly. There Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, let's get back onto Elon Musk, though. And now this do we, is. Do we have to? Well, it's just quite funny. Okay. Um, oh, okay. We'll it's because it's the side. It's not. Oh, the Cybertruck. Cyber yes. Truck. Okay. So, great. people haven't seen yes. the Cybertruck, have a look. It, it's hilarious. They mm. had this sort of logo was in graffiti. It looked lame from the get go. Mm. It's basically very sharp angles. It doesn't look yes. like a car. It's so, like a sort of 1980s Blade Runner version of what a futuristic car would look like. Yes. So, look, I don't know uh, where you're heading with this story, Dom, but I do remember at the time it was launched. Uh, reading several engineers, like a discussion between these engineers about how the sharp angles and the mm. flat panels yeah. that the Cybertruck was based on was the most ridiculously weak form of engineering you could ever do. That, well, that, for millennia we've known that an arch has strength. That's why cars have sort of arch pillars and so yes. on. Yes, and that's why car, like even supposedly flat panels of cars, if you look at a car, mm. the, the, the steel is always shaped. Yes, yeah, it's always, always shaped. Yeah. Even if it's a very, very um, mild sort of, or very, very yeah. small angle. No, yeah. You're right, everything has an arch except for the Cybertruck, yes. which has straight lines. Yes. So he launched this 2019, November 2019, and uh, it was made of brushed stainless steel. It looked pretty amazing. It sounded mm. still like a DeLorean of all things and the unbreakable glass. So he demoed it to show how strong it was. Yes. It, and th- the thing is I'd forgotten this. The, he got somebody up on stage. Didn't yeah, he? so so twice mm. on two occasions the, the glass broke. I thought it was just once. Right. And then he swore and said there's room for improvement. Right. So where are they um, in 2023, nearly four years later? Well, 1.8 million people mm. have put down $100 to, to reserve one. That's a good So they've got an awful, it's a pretty yes. good business, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, they were supposed to start in 2021, rolling off the production lines. They haven't yeah, come out yet. Coronavirus, sorry, sure. can't do, can't make it. Yeah, it yeah. really made it harder for vehicles to be angled. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're saying 2024 at the latest. Now, um, as we mentioned before, um, in May, a huge data leak came out from Tesla. Mm. And among the things that, that leaked was an engineering re- report from January 2022 saying that the pre-production alpha version of the Cybertruck had just a couple of issues. Oh, yeah. Just a couple of issues. Among them, suspension, body oh. sealing, oh. noise levels, mm. handling yeah. and braking. <laughs> Uh, not breaking as in it broke, breaking yeah. as in it didn't stop when you hit the Oh uh, no. Hit the great. Right. Uh, and at the so time that, at the that, time that this this report came mm. out that said it was fatally flawed, mm. Elon Musk tweeted these words Been driving latest Cybertruck prototype around Giga Texas. It's awesome. So clearly he read mm. the report and went, Oh shit, mm. I better do a tweet. So it does sound like it's about as safe as the Teslas that are, you, you can buy on the streets, That's a good isn't point. it? Like, yeah, maybe it's fine. Yeah, by Tesla standards. Yeah, by Tesla standards, it's actually 
probably pretty good. Like for the brakes, you know, if if it's got brakes, then yeah, they don't generally have brakes. Do yeah, they? that's right. So look, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because on the one hand, it's the world ugliest car that nobody you it know, looks should, ridiculous should buy, mm. and that you re- you really don't want to see it on the streets. On the other hand, if you are the type of person who buys a truck like that, then you know you want them to be able to buy it because oh. they're, they're death traps and it'll get rid of them more quickly. It's, it's like a submarine on yeah, wheels. Isn't yeah, it? that's right. It's an evolutionary effect. Yes, survival of the fittest slash yeah. of survival of those who don't buy cyber trucks. Survival of people who have a sense of aesthetics that actually is worth preserving in humanity. Now, the, one of the strange things is um, they asked them, this is from Wired magazine, mm. they asked some automotive experts to comment on the situation and the person said, so a guy f- who was formerly CEO of Nissan and CEO of Aston Martin, Lagonda, mm. this guy, Andy Palmer, he had 40 years of experience in the industry. He said, you wouldn't write that down. The problem was that they wrote down a report with all these flaws because alphas apparently always have mistakes. But I just love that this veteran of the auto industry says, <laughs> you don't write down the bad news. That's not a thing that you do. So part of the problem apparently, yes, is that the shape is so bizarre that it's hard to seal. If you think of trying to – if it's got the right angles in it, mm. apparently it makes it much harder to do the sealant. Right. So, you know, make it waterproof and so on. Okay. Why don't they just use some cellies? <laughs> they could. The liquid nails. The, um, the handling problems included, and I'm quoting from the report – excessive mid-speed abruptness and chop, high head toss accelerations and structural shake. Mm. But also when you drive it slowly, it jerks from side to side mm. and there was a problem with body roll, which doesn't sound mm. good. Yeah. So it's not uh, not good at all. So we'll probably never see it on the roads or by by Elon standards. I mean, he'll do what he did with Twitter, yeah. break it, then launch it anyway. Yep. So it'll be available tomorrow. Okay. I'll, I'm looking for it. I'm... Personally, I think I'm going to buy one. Well, I mean, it's, it'll certainly uh, – well, anyone named as an heir in your will is going to be very grateful. The question that I have is, what does the Bluetooth work? Have they, have they managed to nail that? Wouldn't it be great if it was the one thing that was functional <laughs> on the Cybertruck? Of course it won't work. <sighs> this sounds like a wonderful machine. How much would I expect to pay for, for a vehicle like this. Well, Charles, um, when it launched, Elon Musk said it was just under 40000 US dollars. Oh, that's However, right. in, in recent times, mm. uh, as I say, you pay $100 deposit to, to secure your very own Cybertruck. And all it says apparently now is the final price will be provided to you shortly before the vehicle is delivered. So it's an unspecified price. You're buying something with no price at this stage because the price has blown out so much. What a great business model Elon's got going now. Can we launch a Chaser EV or something like that? Just yeah. take the money, sit on it for years yes. and just never deliver the product. And what you do is you make it look so ridiculous that only people who would buy a ridiculous thing yeah. buy into it. Like, and, so then, and then you just test their ridiculousness like they're going, well, we don't know what the price is, we're just going to make it up at the time. What if we had like an electric poo emoji on wheels? So you're basically yeah. driving around in a, in a steaming turd. <laughs> well, that's the other well, thing. That uh, would actually look better than <laughs> the Cybertruck. Well, ironically as well, apparently um, the shape of the Cybertruck is so weird that there's just no way European regulators will allow it. It's structurally, mm. it just isn't going to make... Uh, Fit their safety regulations, no matter what. Well, that's the, that was going to be my next question: is how many how many euro would I expect to pay for there it? There you go. You can't. You can't. No. Apparently, in Europe, they don't want death trap cars. <laughs> what Gosh, is, what their policy is on mini subs. <sighs> Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Okay. See you in the Cybertruck. Ah. <laughs>
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.